Hey guys, before we dive into today's episode, just a quick heads up, there are a couple of minutes of scratchy audio around about Group H, so feel free to skip that if you're not into it, because it is only Uruguay. What happened? Was it Senegalese witchcraft? Was Suarez biting the mic? Who knows? Either way, thanks for your understanding. You got it for free. Quit your whinging. And while we're here, take this opportunity to dive into the greatest sports tipping contest of all time at mintsports.com.au slash play. That's your tipping comp for the entire World Cup. It's free, there's prizes galore, and there's heaps of bragging rights. mintsports.com.au slash play. Enjoy. Antonioni, he had time to control it, but he tried to knock it inside for Monelli. He was tightly marked. It's Oriali now. Bertone. Will be one, two. Yes, it is. Good move. Oh! What a chance. To the Maybe Daily. Thanks for sticking with us or accidentally clicking on us. Today's podcast is proudly sponsored by Hayden Fox's Fox Traps. Come on down to Hayden's Fox Traps for all your Fox Trap needs. Good on you, Hayden. Good to see him branching out. This is fantastic. <laughs> Just want to start, as always, with a prayer to the Socceroo gods. May the Socceroo's journey be as safe as Mark Schwartz's hands, yeah. and may their hearts be as pure as a John Aloisi penalty. Yeah. In the name of Timmy, Les, Les Murray, Murray, and Fozzy. And Fozzy. Ah. Uh, ah, uh, Pen. We'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we will. I don't think we will. You two morons fucked it off. We've got an international incident going on here. You know what I was thinking we needed, yeah. but I don't actually have one on hand, yeah. is you remember um, there's always, it was, I think the first was like Paul the Octopus, fair name by the way, mm. Paul the mm. Octopus, <laughs> um, where he was like the, the ultimate tipster. And then ever since then, it was just like people were getting their gerbils out and doing whatever. We need a bit of a, a tipping device, don't we? I think for you're each right, we round. do. Yeah. Buddy oath, we do. I, I tell you what, there could we could somehow use. Mm. This dude across the road from me, I've just li- moved into a new house, and this bloke has a... I say bloke. Yeah, I don't know if it's a bloke. <laughs> uh, it's a stupid manoeuvre, so I'm assuming it's a bloke. It. That's, all, it's, that's blatantly where I went it. with it. He, they, them has a rooster. And I tell you what, it is really up and about at 5.51 every morning. I can set my watch to it. Not that I have to. And it is ear-piercing cock-a-doodle-doo. Because uh. it's what you need in the inner north of Melbourne, in the suburbs. You need yeah. someone with a rooster. Get an alarm clock and get rid of the bird. It's doing the nutting. The old strip sub next door. Cock-a-doodle fucking do. Oh. <laughs> Welcome to the morning. Hey, I love him. It's, it's funny you say strip sub. <laughs> it's the Subway Socceroos. They're actually sponsored by Subway. Are they really sponsored yeah, by no, Subway? I'm, I'm, yeah, they are. Isn't that weird? A Seppo sandwich making. We've started again by just bagging the well, Yanks. Here we go. But yeah, a Seppo <laughs> sandwich making company is is sponsoring our beloved Socceroos. But I guess that's what you get when Qantas is going tits up. Yeah, so I am lamenting the uh, the move to to this spot purely over the cockatoo. Mm. Cockatoo? Cock-a-doodle-doo. Uh, <laughs> Isn't that a yeah. brothel down the road? Cockatoo's cock-a-doo. no good either. No, nah, the cockatoo's <laughs> why I moved in. It's called the cock or two. And I tell you what, I definitely misread the sign because it is not the sort of clientele I was after. Clientele. I'm working there now as well. God, I'm already sleep deprived. 
Football hasn't even started. <laughs> it dead set comes up at 5.51 every morning. How do they know? How do they know? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> How do they know? How do they know? How do owls know when to sleep? It's crazy. They don't even have watches. How do they know? That's your takeaway. Yeah, it's wild, man. Some things you just don't know, do you? Speaking of things we don't know, very exciting. We've actually got our first piece of uh, correspondence. We've got someone who's written in. No. How good. A human. Yeah, I know. A human. Wow. It could be a Russian bot. I don't know. I haven't checked. We've got it from Stephen Levitt in Yarraville. It's, uh, yeah, it's, it's the sort of question we're after here at the Maybe Daily. It says, hey, guys, not so much a football perfect. question, but. Absolutely perfect. Do, this is the question he's posed. Yeah. Do birds piss? Oh, my fucking brain just turned. They have to secrete something. I know. You know what? Uh, I'm like, what an idiot. Of course they do. And I was like, have you, I'll I'll pose another one. Have you ever seen a bird piss? Well, it's a bit like ants don't sleep. It's one of those ones you can't really test, can you? You can't like, you can't give a bird Gatorade and wait 35 minutes, you know? 35? (laughs) I, I assume it's just, I assume it's just secreted through its excrement because it's like, it's the it's not the most viscous product. Like it it when it's when you get shat on by a bird, mm. apart from it pr- being good luck, obviously mm. for the bird, mm. it's it's pretty thin on. Like it's not like you're copping a, a dusty dump. So I'm going to say that it's all mixed up in the bunch because some of them are pretty squirty. So I'm going to say they're maybe their piss and shit is the same thing. Completely agree. I think I've seen a movie on SBS World Movies about pissing birds. I think it's it's in like an art. No, yeah. no, that was uh, <laughs> that was a link I sent you that you should not be opening at work. <laughs> Can we somehow police who sends in questions? Because that one was really, really bizarre. <laughs> we can, but it was literally the only one we've had. <laughs> <laughs> True. What you've just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response, were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought? Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. Hey, thinking of things we don't know, which is a lot, Mm. (laughs) you could write a book on it. Have you managed in the last 24 to... uh, 24. Like, I'm abbreviating 24 hours. What a drip. <laughs> what a peanut. Yes, drill I'm really short on time. <laughs> yeah. I abbreviate it and then bag myself for 40 seconds about it. So, probably defeats the purpose of abbreviating it. Have you worked out what Qatar stands yeah, for I have. Yet? I did some homework last night, actually, again. Do you want to know what it is? I'd love nothing more. Quince and the answer, Ryan... You wouldn't believe it. <laughs> That's what it is. You're not even trying. It's, it's two days well, in. I'll tell you what. I'm trying to... Qu- Run me through that again. Run me through Quince it again. And the answer, Ryan, is a famous moment in Qatar. The two yeah. ki- there was two kings, and they were eating a, che- right. eating a cheese board, and there was a bit of quince there. And one of the kings said to the other kings, oh, do you want to try this quince? And he tried it <laughs> with a bit of blue, with a bit of blue cheese. And as he ate it, he said, what's the review? King... King, yeah. King, uh, King, uh, King, <laughs> King, you know, whoever. He said, Quince. And yeah. the best part about it is that the guy's, the other king's name's Ryan. You wouldn't believe it in Qatar. <laughs> <laughs> 
quince. Oh, and- you know what, mate? It's the way you tell it. Tell it again. He's eating his blue cheese and he's saying, eh. King Ryan, it doesn't need anything else. It doesn't need anything else. And he says, King, he sings <laughs> King, King Joseph. Ryan. He says, King Joseph, you need to add some quince. And so he, he puts the quince on and just as he eats it and swells it, he looks over at Ryan and says, Quince and the answer, Ryan. <laughs> Cue beheading. And that was the end of King Ryan. <laughs> it was over a bit of quince. It was over Hang a bit on, of quince. Hang on, what's and the answer? I don't, the answer is what? Cue beheading? I don't get quince it. Quince and the answer to making the cheese taste better. You're not normal. <laughs> you're a great guy. I love you, but you're a pod. Let's dive straight into it here. We've got Group E. We're looking at Costa Rica, Germany, Japan, and Spain. So obviously a couple of heavyweights here. We've got four-time winners yeah. in Germany and Spain clawing their way back towards their 2010 form. They only lost, what, well, one of eight qualifiers. They're probably the two heavy hitters. I think Costa Rica seemed like a very... They seem like an old squad. They were sort of the last team to qualify. They beat New Zealand after finishing behind Canada, Mexico, and the US. Yeah. Uh, but you know what I completely forgot? They lost on pens to the Dutch in the quarterfinals in 2014. Did they? And they'd beaten Italy and Uruguay and drew with England. So don't sleep on the Costa Ricans. It's a great group. It's a very sexy yeah. group, as people like to say. You think so? I really like it. Yeah, G- Germans are known to be uh, quite sexy. <laughs> they are. Costa Rica, though. The home of Buena Vista mm. Social Club, isn't it? Oh, no, that's that's Cuba. Is that right? No, that's Cuba. There's the old oh. geography again yeah, every yeah. day. The old geography is kicking yeah. straight in. Cubans. Oh, yeah? Yeah, the kind that Castro smoked. You can't buy them anyway. Castro, what are your thoughts on Japan? I mean, they've, they've basically been in every World Cup for the last, what, 20-odd years, but their form seems very patchy. I mean, Ange's boy, our Celtic striker, Kyogo, is not in the squad, doing. Uh, maybe I just that's like the only bloke I know, and he scores goals, so I'm like, why is he not in there? Yeah. I'm a little bit worried about, uh, is, it, is it Matoma? Karu Matoma, he's sort of yeah. one to watch. He broke our hearts with that late brace yeah. in qualifying. Yeah. I don't know much more about the Japanese. Let, let's run through this group. What are your thoughts? I can't hate the Japanese. I I went to Japan. Yeah, I'm with I, you. Even though we've played them and they've broken our hearts. Mate, you know what it is? Yeah. I've got a theory on this because yeah. I could not agree more. They've broken our hearts. We've played them. We're rivals in Asia. Yeah. 2006, Kaiserslautern. One nil down, eight minutes to go. Sorry to my daughter, but greatest day of my life. <laughs> Bang, we win 3-1. Nippon forever in our shadow. Yeah. Like, I cannot hate them because it's like, well, you don't kick a dog while it's down. So I could have a lifetime of them defeating us, and I still have that day to just go, <laughs> I'm good. I can't, I'm I good, can't guys. believe you were there. It's so mint. I kind of love Japan. I think they're quality. They're quality all the time. They've always got quality in their squad. I actually love Japan also because I went there in 2018, I think it was, and everyone thought I was a Swedish sumo. This kid came up to me. <laughs> kid came up to me on the. What? I swear to God, a kid came what? up. To oh, me. So er, by everyone you mean a kid? Yeah, yeah, he came up to me. He sat next to me, didn't say anything, just looking at me. It was really strange. And then he goes, "Are you sumo?" And I go, "No." <laughs> oh, fair, fair compliment. No, Sweden, thanks, mate. Sweden, no, Sweden, 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 sumo, Sweden. I'm thinking, how many Swedish sumos are there? Well, once you said no, there's now officially zero. <laughs> <laughs> what is he fucking talking about? Well, your grappling is zero. Smaller than I'm wild. gonna mow you. Let's wrestle, kid. Let's, let's, let's wrestle. wrestle. Let's, let's wrestle. wrestle. Let's, let's run through this here. So the Spanish, we've got, you know. 
Pedri's a gun. He was the 2020 Young Player of the Euros. Laporte and Modri from Man City. But my question to you is why why does Spain produce so many keepers? This could be part of your moist mitts, actually, because Kepa and De Gea didn't make the squad. So we've got a Brighton keeper in, in Sanchez and Brentford's David Rayo made it. But, like, why do they have so many keepers? I think I've actually, I've actually looked this up now that you've said it to me. I don't know. Oh, yeah. I, well, I have, I have. I looked Is it, it up the just... same website as Caterer? <laughs> it's actually before they invaded Spain. You didn't King look Rock. it up, you fucking idiot. <laughs> they're, very, they're a very handsy country. There's a lot of handwork. There's a lot of hand movement. There's a lot of bowls being put down on pl- tables. There's a lot of plates. There's a lot of bowls. Tapas. There's a lot of tapper, so it's a constant handwork. Ah, I think there's a bit of that involved. So it's like, hey, you're pretty good with those bowls, buddy. Putting that. Uh... That's a lot of European, though. That the Italians would probably be up there as well, wouldn't they? But we, yeah. we won't be finding out this <laughs> World Cup. <laughs> Boom! Eat my goal. They've actually got a bit of a weird family uh, dilemma in their squad. So you got young Nico Williams, the Bill Bow player who's in it, and his brother Anarchy Williams. Oh. Shock horror, same last name. Anarchy and Nico. Nico is in the Spanish side. Anarchy playing this World Cup for Ghana. Hey. I'd love to see them face off. <laughs> yeah. Do you think Anarchy went to Ghana because his name's more Ghanaian than Nico and Nico's a bit sleazier? Or or did Anarchy not qualify for Spain and think, bugger it, I'm going to is the World the Cup? Is it the classic, yeah, is it that I'm not getting picked here? You could see the yeah. writing on the wall. He's like, you know what, I'm going well, to there's Ghana. A heap, there's a heap of that. <laughs> Cameroon yes. or, or Ghanaian players that end up going to Germany. or Then there's the German-born players that, that end up going for for another yeah. team. So it, there's a bit of that. How do you reckon you would go in a World Cup playing against your own brother? Mm-hmm. He's always had. I know your yeah. brother, so I've got a feeling you have the wood over you. But <laughs> well, he, the thing with the kryptonite to my brother is he gets frustrated very, very easily. So I'd know if I could beat him in the first first uh, forty five. I'd have a real idea where this is going. Um, so how would you frustrate him? How would you? How, what, what's your tactics? One on one. The manager comes out and says, "Mate, you're on your brother today. Hard tag. How do you defeat him and then go into win?" I'd cripple him pretty early. I'd take both his legs out. What, physically? Yeah, yeah, I'd cripple him. I'd put him in a wheelchair for the rest of his life. Do you think... Probably be actually... (laughs) Probably a lot better because of... Well, it is a World Cup. It's the World Cup. Fair (laughs) enough. It's do or die. Fair enough. Literally. I'll tell you what, I've been running lately, and I definitely know that that man has a bit running. He's got a really bad back, the old brothers, so I'd... Yeah, no, he does. You know why he's got a bad back, mate? Because he's been carrying you his whole fucking life, mate. <laughs> he does have older power brother strength, so I'm a bit worried about that. But I think I'd just leg him early and then cardio if the legging doesn't work. I think I've got him there. <laughs> Let me give you the drum. If, if you and your brother are going at each other in the cardio stakes, it is not one for the neutrals. Absolute cardio Mane. That's how I'm going to get him. The real Cardio Mane. What the hell, bro? So the Germans, what's the old Lineker quote? Basically, football's a game... Played over 90 minutes, and then in the end, Germany win on pens. Um, <laughs> Thomas Muller in his fourth oh, World Cup. And i got to tell you, it feels like more. Has that bloke been around forever? Did he ever die? I mean, I'm sick of him. He's Is looked, it because there looked, was another Muller before him? Maybe. He looks, he, he was, he's got a massive, massive case of the Gene Hackmans, <laughs> where like he was born 38 years old. <laughs> you know what I mean? Have you ever seen Gene Hackman young? <laughs> Have you ever seen Thomas Muller not, not look like Thomas Muller? You don't rock up one season after a preseason and go, oh, yeah, okay, so he's gone through puberty, he's got grey hair, whatever. It's like, no, there's Muller, 
Still playing. He's kind awesome. of the, oh, yeah, he's kind of the Tom Brady of German football. I mean, he just he just can't go away. He'll retire soon and then come back. Does that make Gene Hackman the Tom Brady of <laughs> cinema of uh, of film? Absolutely. When you do the math, I'd like to think we've so. Worked it out. As long as he doesn't have a French connection, I'm happy. <laughs> yeah, they've got some major players. I mean, Kyle Havertz is hoping he's always better when he's got the Germany. Shirt underneath, yeah, he's Gundogan and, and, and Nabri from Munich. I mean, they've got some serious players. This young fella, do you know much about Makoko? Love the oh name. You suffer Makoko. Makoko. Tell me more, please. Yeah. His name's Yusufa Makoko, and I think some teams might be suffering from him. I think that's what he whispers after he scores, <laughs> Yusufa Makoko. He's one of those. So he was born and raised. Makoko was born and raised in, I think, Cameroon. Mm. Um, he turns he turns 18, I think, on the opening day and can score. So he's a bit of a James Rodriguez candidate like for Germany. That. Young yeah, Makoko. Like Not that. really. He's already playing for Dortmund. I really but like um, I think he's going to bang a few cool. in. Cool. The Germans. That's our group E. Yeah. We've rabbited on for far too yeah, long. Yeah, well, Jesus. We'll keep it very, very plain and simple to keep moving here. Yeah. Out of these four teams, Costa Rica, Germany, Japan, and Spain, yeah. which countries have you been to? So you've been Ooh. to Japan? Yeah, I've been to Japan and I've been to Germany for Oktoberfest where I uh, passed out for eight hours and went back and forth on a bus from our campsite to the beer tent for about <laughs> 26 times. One of the great trips. I got woken up by an. Yep. Am- I got woken up by paramedics. Yep. Did you? Yeah, yeah, I got woken up. Ischlebendisch. They just kept saying Ischlebendisch. Said, <laughs> "Get me home. Get me back home, please." Ischlebendisch, like German for uh, any danger, you could get off the fucking bus. Nah, it means I love you, which was really confusing when I was wake- coming oh, out. Oh, that's of my- <laughs> nice of them. Yeah, it's nice to wake up in a strange country on a bus with someone saying "I love it's you" repeatedly the in their thing native to tongue. Say, to be honest. <laughs> So, Germany, Japan. Germany and Japan are through. Through, Fantastic. Through. The Germans. All right, Group F. Belgium, Canada, Croatia, and Morocco. Canada. So, obviously, Belgium are the heavy hitters here. They're ranked two in the world. They're looking good. They came third in 2018, but their window, yeah, it's Louvers. It's Louvers time. The window is closing. So, they could go all the way until they probably lose in the semis. Yep. With you know oh, Kevin De Bruyne yeah. and Courtois and goal and like you just never know they'll they'll flatter to deceive yet again. Yeah. Then you got Canada at forty first. Their second Canada in it. I know. Oh. Can you imagine if we didn't make it? Imagine watching this World Cup like we're Italians, just <laughs> going, "Hey, can I believe we didn't in this?" Goal! A lot of homegrown talent. Toronto FC, my boys, and uh, and Montreal. But <laughs> exciting young player to watch though yeah, yeah, is yeah. Alfonso Davies. The young oh, uh, left wing back who yeah. sort of bangs them in for Munich. Croatia. They were beaten finalists last time Always around. Good. We kind of forget that. They annoy me. They're Always tournament team, tournament except team. for 2006 when we pipped them. True. All you got to do True. is get three yellows and you're through. <laughs> Luka Modric, he's, he's about 98 years old. He's, he's literally got 150-odd caps yeah, he's and one. was player of the tournament last time around. You know, Croatia. This is the only thing he hasn't won. He's the Tom Brady of Croatia. <laughs> That's what they call him over there. <laughs> In fact, Tampa Bay have started calling Brady the uh, Luka Modric of Tampa Bay. Modric can still side the pass through any defence, so he's a chance. And then Morocco. Mace, I've got a genuine Uh question. Can you name me one Moroccan? Um, Ever. Like, not even a player. Any single human being from Morocco. Um, Was... Was Freddie Mercury's... uh, Was her parents from Morocco? (laughs) Was his mum from Morocco? Freddie Mercury's mum. Yeah, no, nah, they, they were Indian, I think, weren't they? 
look, the fact that you have to ask means you don't know, but it'll be a hell of a pull. In fairness, I don't know either. I was going to say, I don't know. Is it, is it Will Ferrell's character from Austin Powers? Yeah, is he Moroccan? He's wearing a fez. True. I don't know. That's a good We're one. getting in borderline territory here. I don't know. No one. I, I'm still alive, only I'm very badly burned. Oh, oh, hello, sir. Anyone? Can someone call an ambulance? I'm in quite a lot of pain. All right. So <laughs> let's let's get to tipping. Yeah. We've got Belgium, Canada, Croatia, Morocco. I'm going to go which two are going through based on your favourite uh, cuisine mm. from each country. Oh, so Belgium. Makes me want to pick Canada because of uh, poutine. Canada. We're going o- over the border to Canada for some French fries and gravy, sir. Poutine. Canada. Almost made it. Just side note on Canada. They're just the most quiet achievers in everything. Sport, entertainment. Yeah. It's just like, damn, that guy's hilarious. Where's he from? It's Canada. It's just wild. It's Australia without the sunshine. Really but you know is, why? Yeah. I reckon armchair theory is because they're the neighbours of the most obnoxious neighbour in the in the street. It's like, it's easy to sound humble. And oh my God, that's a really to, good point. You got one country saying you never lock your doors <laughs> and, the, and then like you cross the border and people are screaming, lock up a woman because she had emails that the Russian, like it's fucking wild. <laughs> We got Canada. You've got your poutine. What's Belgium? I guess chocolate. Chocolate. Oh, yeah, I do like Canada. It. You kind of get maple syrup as well. Canada's looking strong on the cuisine. Croatian front. food would be, yeah. Sorry, Croatia. I have no idea. I mean, It'd be peasant food. It'd be yeah. very well. Peasant. <laughs> 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 okay. Don't say sorry, Croatia. Say sorry to peasants. Like say sorry to anyone who can't afford to eat poutine. You jerk. <laughs> Oh my god! But an asshole. Looks, Way to relate. It looks, everything looks stale and old. Well, it it wouldn't be a bad combo though because you could act, their shirt looks like a tablecloth, oh, so potentially interesting. You could lay that down oh as part of the god, cuisine that's... and then have your poutine on top of it. Yeah, I'm gonna go probably a little bit. I mean, I, I thought tablecloths harsh, but calling them all peasants oh, is really bad. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna have to go chocolate. With Belgium, yeah, Belgium chocolate, chocolate and poutine chocolate. slash maple syrup. All right. Yeah, let's do that. Chocolate with poutine. All right. Belgium and Canada. You heard it here first. They are through. Let's take this opportunity to hear from today's sponsor. This podcast is sponsored by Hayden's Fox Traps. Do you have a fox problem or too many gingers in your area? Do you wish your gingers were a distant memory of our society? I know I do. Should gingers be caged? You're damn right. Then try our state-of-the-art cages that will hold up to four reds at a time. Did you hear that? Four. That's four humans with red hair. 10% off your first purchase if you use the code word SAUCEBALLS. S-A-U-C-E-B-A-L-L-S. Remember, 10% off first purchase, use the word SAUCEBALLS. Hayden's Foxtraps, where our future is less red. We're looking over to Group G. Oh, group yeah. G. And oh, I love this oh G. Here we go. Oh, Here's a beauty. It's a doozy. Watch out for that first step. It's a doozy. <laughs> Brazil, Cameroon, Serbia, and Switzerland. Fun fact here, Brazil, Switzerland, and Serbia were all in the same group last World Cup. So they should know a little bit about each other. Taking it to uh, the corner. Brazil, technically favourites. Well, not technically. They are favourites. Yeah. They're red hot favourites because their squad is outrageous. If Firmino is not getting in, they've got that much oh strike power. The it's only ridiculous. question is whether they can actually defend. I mean, 
They've got Thiago Silva still playing well, but he's 38. Yeah. And then they've selected Danny Alves. Danny Alves is 39 no. years old. They got the, Didn't he retire? They, yeah, he's, he's they, there. Firmino out, Alves in. So Tafarel's in goal and Dunga in the midfield? Is that what they're doing? Jesus. <laughs> yeah, Dunga's in the centre circle and it's a bit like Total Recall. He's not allowed to leave the centre circle or his guts will implode. An invincible secret agent from Mars who's the victim of an interplanetary conspiracy to make him think he's a lowly construction worker. I guess it doesn't really matter how porous your defence is if you're banging in oh four God. goals a game. So much dirt. So there's so there's that. They are... Oh. Pretty crazy. Serbia, Neymar, Richarlison, yeah. Vinicius Jr. There's some big names. I hate Serbia, if we just want to go there quickly. Have you been? Have you been? Absolutely not. Djokovic ruined it for them. He's completely sold me on that they suck. I'm with you, but uh, for all the wrong reasons, really. I'm, well, for some legitimate reasons. I'm actually not allowed back into Serbia. I don't what? know if you know this. What? Yeah. Old... Went to a festival years ago. <laughs> Exit festival. Right. Beautiful castle that it's it's in. It's it's a very grey city, but the castle itself's gorgeous. Like the light cracks through and all the rest of it. Anyway, <laughs> I had a few things on my person that uh, that the the people at the front gate didn't appreciate. Yep, and they had a bit of a holding. I had some poutine in my uh, in my hat. <laughs> trying to that I thought some wouldn't poutine. be sniffed out. <laughs> started dripping. Started dripping down over my. The, that was the giveaways when I started licking my own ears. I thought, mm, this guy's got some poutine. He's got one of those poutine caps. Just shove it in your hat. They won't know. I had a big sombrero made of nachos. Anyway, they have like a, effectively like a holding cell for the festival because it's pretty draconian rules over there, right? Mm. They stuffed up. It was me and a Scottish guy got taken in a divvy van to uh, the wrong holding cell. Right. And I ended up being in like a, a fairly maximum security prison for like two days. Oh my until, god! Um, Redders, our mate, sort of bailed me out. Yeah, it was pretty. Uh, wasn't fun. So Serbia, you're out. <laughs> Podcast on that. Get busy living, or get busy dying. That's goddamn right. Holy <laughs> shit! Oh my god! Yeah, that god. was a that was a that was a bad time in my Gosh. life. I've still got the notice somewhere, and uh, guess what? Didn't need the notice. <laughs> not coming back. Not a fan. I am definitely out. Serbia out. So we got Serbia with yeah Mitrovic up front. He's in career best form. They finished ahead of Portugal in qualifying, so you never know. Yeah, right. Cameroon interests me because I love Cameroon oh ever since Roger Miller back in the day mm-hmm. in Italia 90. I just love them. I absolutely love them. And even in 94, they were awesome. Yep. They've got the biggest throwback ever. We're talking about Dunga for Brazil. Mm. Samuel Eto'o is now head of like the Cameroonian Football Federation. Right. And also, side note, <laughs> he said, like, yeah, we're here to win it. Other nations don't have the same magic. And as soon as he said that, there were all these articles about them using witchcraft to win the World Cup. <laughs> that he's had to come out and deny that they're going to be putting witchcraft on everyone. So I'd watch out for the Cameroonie witchcraft because the first thing I know about witchcraft is don't trust someone who's denying using witchcraft. I believe in the witchcraft. They've got a heap of European-born players that they've switched allegiances as well, like the German-born and fantastically named Eric Maxim Chupamoting is going to be banging them in for them. How good is that? Good. You know, if you say that three times, a witch <laughs> appears. Um, but you know, I was thinking about the, I was thinking about the Roger Miller wiggle, the celebration. Yeah. There is a distinct lack of 
inventive yes. goal celebrations Absolutely. these days. Absolutely. It, if I need all s- they do is knee slide. It's just knee slides to the corner. Like, I'm also quite an affront to the grounds person because they're unbelievable, those grounds, and then they just tear them up with their studs by sliding. Mm. What happened to, like, the Roger Miller wiggle or... Do you remember Sweden? Sweden had a striker, a tall striker called Kenneth Anderson, and he used to run to the sideline where the camera was and do the AFL goal signal with I'm both into index that. fingers yeah, pointed I'm into out. That. Yeah, because like he that. saw it once and was like, oh my God, that's ludicrous. The Romanians in 94, they all dyed their hair. They all bleached it. I like that stuff. Yeah, like, where's that and gone? Like it's just knee slides and egos. The African team's really good at the choreography as well. They see the, the scorer do something and then they're all into it. They're all like, let's do it. Yeah. Bit of, bit of yeah. row the boat. Right. I want a bit of row the boat. Give me some row the boat. <laughs> get on the ground and row it, baby. Row it down the Kotel all I ever, All I ever get from you is sweat watch <laughs> and row the boat. <laughs> What about the Swiss? You know, it, I find it really hard to feel anything for the Swiss. Like, is that because they're a neutral nation? I, I honestly don't feel like I love them, hate them. It's, don't I? I am so ambiguous towards I them. I think it's all those the Scandinavian areas. They're all they're just having a good time always. I like Sweden. I like Denmark. I like Switzerland. You know what I mean? It's just you know what yeah. it is. I like them when they make a run. Well, Iceland, Iceland rather than Iceland Euros. made a run in the Euros, that sort of stuff. Amazing. Or Sweden in 94 when they made the semis. Yeah. Whenever one of the Nordic teams makes a run as a punchy underdog, yeah. I'm all in. But in the group stages, I'm a bit, eh. Yeah, yeah, I'm the same. Also, yeah. something I didn't know, three-time quarterfinalists. No. Switzerland. Three times. Yeah. I mean, the last time was in 54 and it was the 30s before then. You're living in the past, man. You hung up on some clown from the 60s, man. So, we're looking at Brazil, Cameroon, Serbia, Switzerland. Now, I want to get your tip on this group. If you had to spend a year in prison and a month in prison, which two countries would you do it in? So, again, it's Brazil, Cameroon, Serbia, Switzerland. I I can give you the inside drum. Don't pick Serbia. Not ideal. <laughs> um, can I pick Switzerland twice? Because the three other teams in the <laughs> give me cold sweat. I think your danger level went down when you said Switzerland, 100%, which is one that we're picking. And I'd have to go Cameroon. Switzerland, Cameroon. So lock it in. Switzerland and Cameroon, they're in. All right, that just leaves us with the final group here, Group H. We're looking at Portugal, the Korean Republic, Korea Republic, South Korea. However you want to call it. Not the bad Korea, basically. The yin-yang symbol with the good guys. Portugal, Korea, Ghana, and Uruguay. Now this, I actually really like Uruguay. Like, I don't I don't like them. I hate, yeah, them, I hate them. But I think they could do really, really well here. We beat them on pens. It's the, it's the J- Japan game all over again. We'll always have the pens. We'll always have Aloisi beating them. It's just the way it is. I despise them. I think, I think, like, you know what's great about this group? This is the revenge group. Because if you remember back in 2010, in the last minute of extra time, in the quarterfinals, I want to say, this is when Suarez handballed on the line against Ghana. And then Ghana ultimately went out on the, on the penalty shootout. And it's also a tough group because whoever comes second is likely going to probably face Brazil in a bit of a mouth-watering round of 16 clash. Let's run through it here. We've got Portugal. They've got some really sleazy-looking dudes, man. Some unbelievable heads in this team. Neves? Yeah. Have you seen the head on that bloke? Yeah. Every backpacker in Bondi <laughs> called. He is the dodgiest-looking. He's in John Wick 7. He's already been cast for it. 
He's the bad guy in John Wick 7. He's awful. <laughs> but they have some absolute talent. They never should have killed that bloke's dog. <laughs> That's right. They have some absolute talent count. Salo, Felix, Fernandez, Silva. Yeah, and yeah, they've got players. Some real good players. I'm, I'm picking them to go. Flying in this group. Look at me, mate. Look at me. I'm flying. I'm fucking flying. South Korea, are you sure it's not North Korea here with what Qatar's done? And are we sure it's the South Koreans on the plane? <laughs> I reckon they're going, the Norths are going under as South just to win it. And then at the end, surprise! So for our, so for our five listeners, if you're unaware, the Qatari government and organisers have been literally paying for supporters to go over to Qatar uh, under the guise of being your general loving football fan. Uh, however... They basically are on a propaganda mission and are just spruiking how great the country is. Every day in Qatar for the last week in the build-up, there's been another parade of legitimate fans. I saw the England fans about four days ago and, yeah, not one Englishman in the mob. It's basically the same migrant workers getting put into other jerseys. It's no. If it wasn't so funny, it'd be very sad. And if it wasn't so sad, it'd be fucking hilarious. But it is... Uh, it's disturbing sport washing, but uh, we'll have to wait and see how it goes. So it yeah. could well be the North Koreans. Who knows? <laughs> it's all about Sun. It's all about uh, Sun Hyung Min and whether or not his his eye... He's got a fractured eye socket since the Champions League. Um, I still don't see why he can't play in an eye patch. It's an eye patch. You look like a pirate. <laughs> I want to be a pirate. <laughs> Ghana are uh, the lowest ranked team. They're ranked 61. Uh, their skipper, Andrea Yu, he's going to become the most capped Ghanaian of all time. Obviously all about the revenge for them. But I did want to just pinpoint the Arsenal midfielder, Thomas Partey, because I'm all about getting on board the Tea Party. If we can get Tea Party going for for Ghana, fair name. He's a gun too. Oh, they're actually, yeah, the more you talk about them, I'm, oh. hopefully your question lines up with Ghana for picking. So in order to see who wins it, hypothetical, coming off your last year and a bit in prison, you're now out of prison. Well, you've turned to snitching. Let's say you're put into, let's say you're put into a witness protection program. Which two countries do you choose to start up a fresh life in? Really, really easy questions, these ones, and I'm really, in really enjoying them. <laughs> uh, I'd have to, uh, <laughs> I'd have to say instantly Portugal with the, you know, yeah, climate. But I have to go Portugal instantly. Um, I don't want to say Uruguay because it's a bit too easy being a South or Central America, where the fuck it is. Maybe in South Korea, it's too obvious. Oh, look at that six foot three eating his Korean barbecue. Oh, look at that three sweaty sumo in Korea. Whoa. When the Swiss mafioso that you've turned state's evidence against comes to find you and they're looking for a six foot three large heavy set dude with a moustache who's Caucasian and they come to an Asian nation of five foot tall people. <laughs> okay, I rest my case. Portugal and Ghana. I'd have to go Ghana just to run the gauntlet. Wow! You heard it here first. Righto, so let's run through your predictions. Uh, let's have a look here. Group A, you battled with the capital cities yesterday, but you ended up getting the Netherlands pretty easily. And then when I told you the Senegalese capital of uh, Dakar, you got that. So we'll give you <laughs> Netherlands and Senegal going through. Perfect. Group B, in an arms race, you took it a bit literally and you thought that Iran, obviously because they've got Ran in their name, would win in an arms race. And if it was some sort of 
potato sack type setup that the USA would also <laughs> manage to get through. <laughs> Group C. C. You're a cop and you're undercover. And you had a major sting operation. You were going to go undercover in Mexico and then in Argentina, just to take the edge off a little bit. In Group D, following up from the Socceroos in second place, you're going to go back and win a cage fight against a French bloke <laughs> who insisted that you went outside for a beer. <laughs> Alleluia. <laughs> and we jump to Group E. Yeah. Uh, and you've been to Germany and Japan, so those teams are going to go through. Group F, you wanted a bit of Belgium chocolate and some poutine from Canada, <laughs> so that puts you through to Group F, Belgium and Canada. Sounds like Group madness. G, you heard it here first, guys. <laughs> you heard it here first. Absolutely lost the plot, and we haven't even started the tournament. <laughs> Group G... Uh, Group G, you've spent a year in prison and a month in prison. You're obviously spending the year in Switzerland. I want to know what crime you committed. Crimes against podcasting. Ear cancer. You've given everyone ear cancer. Never to be heard from again. Uh, You're a year in Switzerland and then I believe you said Cameroon. (laughs) For uh, your prison experience. Yeah. Interesting. (laughs) Yeah, there's no winners in that one, is there, really? And then finally... You're out and you're in witness protection and you decide to live in Portugal and Ghana. You're going to get found out pretty fucking quick smart. Just give me the drum. So that's who gets through the groups. Yeah. You heard it here first. Before we head off, Mace, who wins the whole thing? I'm going with Argentina. I think it's Messi's okay. time. Yourself? I'm just really wrapped that you picked someone that you selected because, you know, that heaven forbid you went undercover in Argentina and not somewhere else. <laughs> If you went undercover in Poland, the Messi would be doomed. Yeah, I, I, I'm just all in on South America. I think uh, Argentina, Brazil, and I really, yeah, I really fancy Uruguay to do something. Ooh. And on that front, I'm going to go Nunes for the golden boot. What are your thoughts? I'm sticking with uh, Argentina and going Lautaro Martinez up front, letting loose up front. Who takes the pens? Who takes the pens these days for Argentina? Yeah. Messi would have to take them, but he's he not does. got a great record, has he? No, no, that's where Martinez will just say, Hey, mate, hey, I know you're pretty good. Give this young buck a go. That's what's going to happen. You heard it but here this first. this dickhead in Sydney <laughs> pr- predicted that I'd be the golden boot winner. Dickhead in Sydney living in Ghana, eating poutine, having Korean barbecue, trying to be inconspicuous. He's the guy you want to know about. Give me a dark horse. Give me someone that's going to not necessarily win it, but go all the way. You know, yeah, quarters yeah. onwards. I think Mexico are going to go pretty far. I think they've got some really good talent. Yeah, I think... Yeah, great. Um, I think Senegal are going to be good too. Uh, yeah. My number one dark horse, it'd have to be Mexico or or Japan. I think Japan are pretty good. Japan time. It's Japan. I look forward to uh, replaying that to you when they're knocked out of the group <laughs> stages. I'm going to go Wales, which I know is yeah, controversial, right. not because they're not a quality side, but uh, more because they didn't win the arms race. But mm. uh, that's okay. And then <laughs> lastly, what's g- give me a big high-ranking team that's going to go out. In the group stages. Who's a, who's a surprise packet to piss off early? I reckon Spain. Spain are going to shit the bed. Yes, really? I reckon that so you like Germany and really Japan like Germany and the Spanish are gone. The Spanish are just... They're going to lose to Cuba slash Costa Rica. They're the big ones for me. They're just wow. zero splash divers. It kills me. I go really? with my... Yeah. Just yeah, floppy. Yeah, my emotions take over when I think about Spain. Good goalkeepers, though. That's good. Football's about emotions. Good goalkeepers. Yeah, six of them. <laughs> De Gea, Out. Yeah. Mine for that, for yeah. what it's worth, I'm going to say uh, both the Poms and the French get out 
early. They'll get the wobbles and piss off and make it a better tournament for everyone. They can go and sun themselves <laughs> on the Amalfi Coast along with a shitload of Italians saying, Hey, what tournament, huh? Go! All right. <laughs> so that pretty much wraps up our preview pods. And to anyone who has listened the whole way, our sincere apologies. <laughs> we know that you'll never get that time back in your life. And I, there's nothing further to say. You brought this upon yourself. For anyone wanting to get in touch with us, Simply jump on the interwebs and shoot us an email. It's not quite carrier pigeon, but it's still fairly old school. Shoot yourself an email to maybe daily at mintsports.com.au. Feel free to get involved in that tipping comp before everything kicks off the same website. Apart from that, you will hear from us maybe tomorrow previewing, holy shit, it's here. The actual football. Amazing. And that's when we're really going to really gonna come unstuck or hit our strides because we're going to be taking a lot of visual cues off the moist mitts, aren't we? <laughs> so sweaty. Term of the tournament, sweat. Term of the tournament is sweat and we're going to be giving you a lot of sweat updates, a lot of moist mitts and a lot of everything that's non-football related with a very, very heavy socceroos bent. So stick with us. Tell a friend. They'll tell their friends. They'll tell their friends. And so, and on. so on and so forth. And until we hear from you again, stay mint, Mace, and I'll see you maybe tomorrow. Stay mint, Sonny. Love you, pal. Bye. It's everyone's dream. No, if I want to, it's a lot of, I'd live in Morocco. It's like, mate, there's probably a lot of danger. Really? There's probably a lot of danger in Morocco. You just don't know it. <laughs> Maybe that was my old man. I literally that. have never heard that. I've never heard that in my you life. Because it was literally my old man, the only one saying it. Mate, if I went to, so I'm going to Morocco. If I won Tats like, Lotto, I'd live my life in Morocco. Never seen a Morocco poster in his room. Never seen him Google search Morocco. Never heard him talk about Morocco. Never. He watched. He watched. He watched Casablanca once <laughs> thirty years ago, and just played the numbers every week. And just gone. This is me. This is me, baby. I'd live my life in Morocco. <laughs> I know. You know the worst. You know the worst is when people say, "Oh, mate, if I won lotto, if I won lotto, I'd be at work again on Monday. I'd be straight back oh. at work on Monday." Yeah, well, guess what? You should be fucking banned from entering the lotto. <laughs> Ted said, "If I won lotto, I'm telling everyone what I think of them, and I'm swinging nude in a hammock with a long neck, <laughs> listening to old cricket replays. There is not a chance, not a cracker, back to not a work. chance. I'm fronting up at work. How'd you go, mate? How's your weekend? <laughs> oh yeah, no, the kid was playing up." Had swimming lessons, didn't want to go under, won 14 million Powerball. <laughs> hey, uh, how's that scaffolding rocked up yet? <laughs> Not a fucking chance. Are you kidding? <laughs> you know, I'll be straight back at work on Monday. Yeah, guess what? You're that fired. really annoying. Morocco out just for that story, oh, just for that whole thing. Oh. <laughs> Get him 